Okay, so we're doing we're doing this is Dvar Malchus life skills. Um and we're doing it um in memory of the Dvarlea bus um I am Aaron. I'm Aaron and um Yabada Mukhaim Mukhaim for the hostages, they should be released immediately. And they should we keep saying they should come back better than ever. Better than they went in. They should come back better than they went in. Um So there's a 40, I think it's about a 44-part system that the Rebbe has created um, through the Dvar Malchus. What does that mean? And we're going to explore that 44-part system. It means that from the minute that the Rebbe said, I'm giving it over to you, Kayach Nisan, there were 11 months of Tichas until Chafay and other. We all know that. So if you do 11 times 4, it comes out to 44. Every week another Ticha, every week another revolution, complete, unbelievable revolution. So what's the point of the revolution? Well, one one thing is, you know, in the beginning, people focused on those sikhas to talk about who's Mashiach, how do we know, etc., etc. Good, did that one. But there's more. There's much more to the sikhas. The sikhas are obviously. Well, let's sorry. Let's let's do it backwards. If 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 the Nazi Adar comes along, we say to him, please bring Mashiach, please bring the Geula. We say, please bring the Geula, and he says, no, 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 you do it. Um, I, um, you know, we, I always use the example of, of a plumber. A plumber comes to my house, and he doesn't finish the job, and he leaves. He says, okay, I'm leaving the rest to you. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm not a plumber. And he says, no, 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 don't worry. I'm leaving you all my tools, and I'm leaving you all the instructions how to do it. So, you know, so you'll be able to do it. Well, why can't you do it yourself? Why, I, let's say I say to him, why can't you do it yourself? So he'll say, well, first of all, it'll be much more expensive if I finish it. Right? If I only do 50% and the rest I leave you with the tools and the instructions, it's going to cost you a lot more if I have to do it. I'm sure you've heard that from plumbers before. So um, I have three plumbers in my family. Right? <laughs> three sons, sons of my, whatever, in, in my family. So... It's going to cost you a lot more. And not only that, if you do it this way, then in the future, you won't have to call me so often. You'll, you'll step into a kind of an expertise, a level of expertise or that you'll be able to do it yourself and you'll be able to do much more. I can't be doing everything, so I'm giving out my skills and my abilities to everybody else. That's the plumber. So from that, however we want to understand, when the Rebbe is saying, I'm giving over the job of ushering in the Geula to you, we can apply some of those ideas. That means he obviously, it would be, it would be, let's say in the case of the plumber, it would be really unethical for him to just leave us in the middle of the job and walk out without leaving us tools and knowledge of how to do it. That's, that's just, that's horrible. You can't do that. But he really gave us everything we need. It's just a little bit more work. So if the Rebbe's, so to speak, giving it to us, then he's obviously giving us all his tools and all the knowledge and everything we need to do it. So where is it? It's got to be embedded in the sikhahs, in those 11 months of sikhahs. Which, and therefore, just learning the sikhahs every week to, you know, know all the, you know, everybody knows the sikhahs by now, and, you know, what does it say? And they said this and this and this. That's good, but it's already almost 30 years later, maybe it's full 30 years later. So if the time wasn't then, it surely is now to now um, 
extract the tools for personal transformation, which will then cause global transformation that are in these sikhs. You can disagree with me. No, I'm happy to hear somebody say, no, it's ridiculous, you're wrong. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> everybody wants that. But everybody needs transformation, you know, so, um, but we can understand it. Where else are they going to be? It's the most obvious place to look. All these sikhas, it's the most obvious place to look. And if you see that over those 44 weeks, every week is another revolution, literally another bomb dropped, another revolution. The chuba has been done. Mashiach was really here. All these things, every week is another revolution that never was before in all of history. Every year there would be a sikh on Parshas, let's say, Vayishlach. But when it comes to the Nun Beis it's it's the, the, the bomb, that, you know, it's the revolution of all revolutions that transforms everything from Galus to Gula. So, and, and if nothing else, we don't want to be left out of the revolution. You know, oh, wow, there was a revolution. That's so sweet. Oh, I, oh, I missed it. I was... <laughs> I missed it. I was busy, you know, doing other stuff. So we're now going to become part of this revolution. And it looks like we're at a time in history right now where um, the world seems to finally be hungry, you know, not for bread and not for water, but for knowledge of Hashem. It's really beginning. So there, everybody's threatening us that they're going to come to us and they're going to ask for, they're going to want to learn truth. So that's, by the way, that's what that minder that I was learning about is about of Hashem gives us a banner um, to lift up that for, for truth. So we know that you've got all these interesting people marching across America with banners, you know, from the river to the sea, Eretz Yisrael will be free. But they don't say it that way. <laughs> all ten lands will be free for us. So... <laughs> They're not saying it that way. So they're marching, and they're, we have now a battle for truth, right? They Because they have such numbers, we know, everybody knows they don't have truth. But because they have so many numbers, it, they almost compensate for not having truth, right? They, they, they have this insane – anybody who can think still realizes their, their message is insane – but somehow they're getting away with it just because of sheer numbers. And they scream loud. And we know we represent truth. And thank God for the first time in history, there are many, 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 many non-Jews that are standing up for us and saying, you are here to, you are, you are saying truth. They are not. First time in history. Why do I say first time in history? Because one of the, one of the um, symbols of Gullus for Yidden was the blood libel. The lie. The blood libel, which was always a lie. Everybody knew it was a lie, and they pretended it was true. And people went to Al-Kiddush Hashem with this lie, for, for this lie. They got away with it. So now we're at the end of history where is, which one is, is truth going to prevail, or will the lie prevail? And it's a battle. You see that, you see that it's a battle. And they're using, they're so, because the other side um, stands for non-truth for the ultimate lie therefore they what is the ultimate truth they created the world for mitzvah for taira as part of the equation and for us and and eric israel is being all part of this equation belonging to the hidden and the whole world comes to completion and everybody benefits 
That's the truth. So somebody who, so the other side is completely opposing that truth, every piece of that truth. So, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we just got jammed by the, the uh, opposition. I don't, I don't think it's paranoia. Anyway, anytime you see these big gatherings on Eastern Parkway, whatever good gatherings, there's always the equipment goes down, and they've done everything. They have it perfect. Trust me. It's not paranoia. They have access to whatever. Okay, so I don't remember where we're up to, but that idea that this, this, this revolution, every single week there's another piece of it, so we want to jump on the bandwagon because – we are the we are the ones to hold up the banner of truth. We always were. Only now everything's shifting very quickly. That for the first time in history, Asav wants to hear truth, and much and and a, and a certain portion of Yishma wants to hear truth too. Right? Not not Yishma in the end does tshuva. So that means Yishma in the end will do tshuva here. The the bad guys that we're talking about are Amalek. But Yishmol, in the end, is supposed to do tshuva. So it's ridiculous for, this, for us to say they're all bad. They're not all bad. In fact, if they're going to do tshuva, we want to picture them already doing tshuva now. We want to assist them in doing tshuva. Having the attitude that they're all bad is completely, I think, completely false, LP Tyrus, and it's not going to be helpful for world, for world peace. You could all, everybody's afraid to talk because of so. So, okay, so what we're doing is, so since it's Rosh Chodesh Kislev tonight, this is, this is the Sikha of told us. I'm not going to do the piece about, um, about what Rosh Chodesh Kislev is because I did a different recording. I'm just going to say in two lines, Rosh Chodesh Kislev the, is the revelation of Esam and Ephesh, meaning the what? Well, I'll, I'm sorry, I'll back up one more minute and say this. Um, it seems that in, imagine if the place in the Sirius Nefesh would be a chamber, a place. It's not a place, but it's a place in reality. What I learned from the miner this morning is that a number of things. There's no fear in that place. No. There's no fear in that place. You know, most of the survivors of that very difficult day say, there I was, you know, they were, they were in their mamad and surrounded by monsters banging on their door like and with explosives to get in they said i felt no fear how do you feel no fear they obviously were they were thrust into yechidah on the level of yechidah there isn't that fear and the world doesn't exist there so they were thrust into the room it feels like their mama their safe room is was a physical exemplification of the safe space which is the yechidah where no one can get you. No, nobody can be defiled. Nobody can be hurt. Nobody can be anything. In the Yechidosh HaBenefesh, and the Ethnosh no one can get you. So there has to be a physical room that represents that, and that's called the Mamad, the safe room. that Everybody has, you know, in the south of Israel. They, so those rooms were actually not created against terrorists, but against bombs. Yeah. So the lock on the door is not the strongest feature. They don't have locks. They don't have locks, right? They don't have locks. That's the story of the man who helped. Yeah. He called. He called his father-in-law to tell him what was going on or something. And he said, oh. So 
the Yechidish of the Nefesh, the place the person experiences when they go al Kiddush Hashem, which we don't want to know that from the inside. We just want to read about it in history. In history, 500 years ago, when people, a whole community would, you know, etc., go al Kiddush Hashem, they all somehow, they all were in touch with the Yechidish of the Etzim Nefesh. That Etzim Nefesh becomes available for us to live Kiddush Hashem. First thing in the morning before Maidani, Rosh Chaydesh, and more specifically Rosh Chaydesh Kisle. That's very powerful. That's why we want to know about before, before Rosh Chaydesh Kisle, so we use it right. Right? So that, that's that part. And we said, but we wanted to take a life skill out of this. So um, here's the question. What's, why Rosh Chaydesh Kisle? It becomes available to us. Yeah, we're probably in that Esamanefish room. On Rosh Chaydish Kisle, the whole 24 hours. So here's the question. Why is it Rosh Chaydish Kisle more than any Rosh Chaydish? So one thing is, what's packed into Rosh Chaydish? The whole month. What's packed into Rosh Hashanah? The whole year. So then, okay, if the whole month of Kisle, let's say in Cheshvan, whatever is or was ever or will be in Cheshvan is all part is all pushed into session. But what about Kislev? Kislev is all about all of the Yom time. It's all about revelation of the essence. Right? So then the revelation of essence must be packed into Rosh Chaydish Kislev. So you step into Rosh Chaydish Kislev it's a shining essence. Essence of the Jew. Essence of Hashem. Essence of Tyra. Essence of the connection between us. The union between all of us. Wow! That's a month. No wonder it's a miraculous month. One of the things we want to practice, I think, is realizing that we have 30 days starting tonight to expect miracles every minute. You know, it's a free month in a way. You know, the rest of the time, I don't know, will I, you know, who gets stuck on the parking spot? But today, you're like, oh, no, I hope I'll find a parking spot. But tomorrow, we're already going to be saying, of course I'll find a parking spot because the month of miracles. Everybody likes when I... Reduce the miracles to parking spots, but fill, you know, fill in your own idea of what somebody needs a miracle about. So, so the reason that Rosh Chaydish Kislev is, is that is, is, is partly because of that, that the whole essence is of, of your essence, as it's one with Hashem, is all packed into it. Um, look what we did on Hanukkah time. We operated from our, our essence. The, the many in the hands of the few which is obviously interesting. When we think of the world situation now, the problem is how many of them there are, right? The bad guys, or at least most of the people who are demonstrating are not bad guys. They're just um, puppets. They, they just, they just, they're not even sure who, what they're saying. They just tell me what to say and give me the sign. And it's the bad guys at the top with all the money that are, you know, creating social trends in the colleges. Okay, whatever. Hashem has some has some reason why he wants to unfold the ghoul in this way. Obviously, it's it's the most it's the most efficient way to unfold the gula. So we don't want to be scared because Hashem is saying, "I know what I'm doing. I'm going to give them all the power. I'm going to make them the multitude." The rabbim, I'm gonna, and they're, and they're in the Rishasa rabbim, they're marching in the streets from the river to the sea or whatever, from the, you know, whatever it is. 
Which river are they talking about, by the way? The sea, I know. Mediterranean, the river, Euphrates, I don't know. From the river to the sea. So, they're the multitudes. They're the unwashed masses, right? And we're the few. But good news. This month is all about the, the many are given into the hands of the few. That's it. It doesn't have to be even numbers, but they represent the Rashusa Rabbin. What's the street saying? What are the unwashed masses saying? And what are the people of truth saying? And the, as I said before, the most amazing thing is that the, 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 the nations of the world are joining us in saying we stand for truth. Name a time in history where you had that happening before. Maybe there were five people here or there. But many nations of the world standing up, maybe in the time of Shalom Mandela. That's it. Maybe in the time of Shalom Mandela. So, so here they're ever saying, why Kislev? And we'll, from that we can see that we can, we can take a life skill. Because Kislev is, we said, number one, all of your essence and your essence to be one with Hashem, infinite, infinitely powerful, etc. is all packed in there. We'll say more on it later. And also the name Kislev is Kate Lamed Vav. What's Kate? Hidden. What's Lamed Vav? Ela, these. So if somebody says, um, where are, um, uh, where are the Sifrei Tillim? So if, if you say, let's use the Sifrei Tillim, which one should we use? You know, those. Those means they're obviously not on the table. These means they must be on the table. Yeah? Otherwise you got your grammar. <laughs> right? These have to mean they're on the table. I see them. These implies I see them. So those are out of reach. These are in reach. So they're available. And those are not available. So, so Lama Dvav is a gematria of Ela, these. And one of the things about, about these is you see them. So now, here we go. Case Lama Dvav. I don't see. Now I see. And we'll think about that in, in terms of our, our personal issues. I don't see, and now I see. First of all, what don't I see, and now I see it? The parking spot. <laughs> the solution to the, the Yeshua. How the hostages are going to get out. Um, et cetera, et cetera. All of the things, all of the things that, that the Nebuah's promised, all of the things that the Nebuah's promised, that we know, I see it, but not now. That's it. It's hidden. So every month, it says the following, it says about Rosh Hashanah, that the, the Yantaf starts off hidden. You know, Rosh Hashanah, you're not, except here maybe a little bit, but you're not, they don't have Simcha Fesa Shoeva during Rosh Hashanah. Right? And all that celebrating it's still a somber time, but, you know, we pep it up. We pep it up, but as, as much as possible, but it's still a very serious time. The first two weeks of, of Tishrei is serious time. So all of the joy of Tishrei is concealed in Rosh Hashanah, the Ketzeliyam Chagin. How do you say, spell Ketze? A case, and then hey, but the Rebbe says it's like Kisei, like a, a chair. Case, Aleph. You know what that means? That means it's concealed, and then, starts to be revealed 
That's like the old reality. In the old, you know, my mother-in-law's old language, he said, I don't know. In my day, you got a job, you worked your way up from the, from the bottom, till 50 years later, you know, you had your own fancy office in it and all this other stuff. You worked your way up from the bottom slowly but surely. You know anybody who does that anymore? No. Nobody. You don't start slowly and you learn. What you do is you make yourself a website and you get yourself a domain name and you say, they don't call me, let's say I want to become a personal trainer. So I don't know anything about personal training. So I read a couple of books or I watch some YouTube. <laughs> I watch some YouTube and I, I do very good PR. They don't call me America's foremost personal trainer for nothing. And, and I do a webinar. And I call myself the expert and I invite all these other people to be on my webinar and all this other stuff. And I'm the CEO of personaltraining.com. Oh, in one day, I'm the, I'm the CEO of the company. The same day the company was born, I'm the CEO. Right? And they don't call me American for Somebody went, a, a coach, I remember, I, you know, I've been on a lot of these coaching calls. I was shocked that she said it. She said, you know, somebody said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a dating coach. But I've been trying it for two years, and I didn't get many clients. So she said, okay, so switch to become a business coach. So I what? She said, you're only two books away from expertise. <laughs> you imagine? Oh, my goodness. The surgeon. <laughs> the surgeon watched YouTube. Give Val Kishrigan. <laughs> you know, go to the dentist. You sure you're good at doing uh, root canal? Yeah. I, I watch YouTube every night. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It's a new reality. So case Aleph means you don't have what it takes. You don't see your expertise. And then Aleph, slowly in a way of Aleph, face Gimel, you build it up, you apprentice under somebody, and et cetera, et cetera, slowly but surely. But that's, that, and that's the way it goes with the month that Hashem and the moon on Rosh Chaydesh, the moon is Erev Rosh Chaydesh, there's no moon. You do not see it. Case. Hidden. And then the next day, little drop of a moon born. And the next day, a little more, a little more, builds up slowly. That's every month. When it comes to Kislev, Lamed Vav is, how much is Lamed Vav in terms of numbers? 36. So 36 means full, like six times six, all the midas in fullness, etc. So that means you have no revelation, case, and then full revelation a minute later. Hence, they don't call me America's foremost personal trainer for nothing. <laughs> when did you learn personal training? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> I to come across a YouTube. I said, let's try that. <laughs> it didn't work so well as a dating coach, so try this. <laughs> oh, boy. goes along with all the other things. So, now, but let's use it for good. Now, we understand how we have it that makes life a little bit weird. But in truth, this was created for Geula. So what, so, okay, so I'm going to ask you now your opinion. What that means to you in real life? We're just, I'm giving practical examples of case Aleph. We're saying case Aleph means something's hidden. And then Aleph, it starts after it's hidden to be revealed slowly but surely. Like the old way that it used to go in business. Case Lamed Vav, Kislev, means it's hidden. And then 
full revelation immediately. And that means the moon. The moon. The moon normally is hidden, and then it starts to be revealed slowly but surely. But when it comes, and, and our potential is revealed with it. When it comes to Kislev, immediately after our potential is not visible, it suddenly becomes visible the whole thing. So I'm saying this story, it's a cute story. So this fellow said he really wanted this job in Brazil. He didn't know any Spanish, but he had to be fluent in Spanish. So he said, okay, what do I need to do to impress them in the interview? So he, he learned enough Spanish, you know, he got those tapes, and he learned enough Spanish, and specifically, um, he probably sat down with a Spanish friend and said, teach me the words that they use in business interviews, in job interviews. Don't teach me about, you know, how to order a sandwich. What are they going to ask me? What were, you know, give me the phrases. So he said, I went in there, they were very impressed. Because anyway, I did, he did happen to have expertise. They went in there, I, and I was good enough in my Spanish after a couple of weeks, so I really just did nothing for three weeks, except learn the Spanish, uh, the words they're going to ask me in the interview. They said, okay, great. Please, we'll see you in Brazil in three months. He said, sure, no problem. He figured three months is enough time to study day and night and become fluent enough. And he did. And he pulled it off. So that means, in a sense, that's like taking taking advantage of that of that principle that everything you have, when, when, when you're in a moment of concealment, I don't have what I need for that. You really do. Right? I, I mean, I know the feeling when you say, I don't know, I don't, I don't have what I need. Everybody says, you do, and you're just not acknowledging it. Mm, I want to throw my shoe in their face. <laughs> but, but the fact is, here is a powerful principle. It's, it's saying, in Kislev, we want to get used to the idea that when I'm in a situation where I don't have what I need, whatever it is, whether it's a parking spot or something much more significant than life, keheref ayin, when the Rebbe says keheref ayin, that means it can be in a split second. We know that from 9-11. In a minute, the entire world changed in that direction. So in a minute, the entire world could change. That's, by the way, one of the one of the um, the ex- explanations of healing today, energy healing. That uh, there's a certain doctor, I forget his name. Um, he said, if a person could be traumatized in one minute, why can't they be untraumatized in one minute? In other words, let's say somebody has a dog and they love their dog and they're very attached to their dog, and one day their dog, boom, you know whatever, car, dog, and et cetera, et cetera, and et cetera. So it took one minute and their whole life changed. So why can't it take one minute to change it back so that everything changes, it changed from good to bad? So why can't it change from bad to good in one minute? It was one minute, it would be one minute. So where does that come from? That comes from the idea of kiss laid. When you're, when you're, from which domain does that become possible in the spiritual realm, in, in Rosnius? Not from down here. Down here in the laws of nature, things take time. Up there, so to speak, in the place of Esam and Nefesh, time? What time? You mean in the realm of Yudke Vavke? You know, Bayama Yashem Achad, Havaya Chadush Mayachad? Yudke Vavke means Haya Haya 
past of it's past, present, and future is all in one piece. It's all it's all at the same time. So wait a minute. On the level of on the level of Elohim, things take time. On the level of Yudke Vavke, there is no time. Past, present, and future is all happening simultaneously. It's a whole different frequency of of of, of operating in the world. So that means that if I can step into Yudke Vavke, whatever that would take. That part I don't know, but in theory, if I could step into a reality where I just live Yudke Vavke, then I, what I'm going to have in the future I could have right now, etc. That's what the Shuba movement is based on. I just read the other day that the Rebbe said something, I think, in, when it was Parshas Vayera. If a person is going to have a bris mila one day in the future, on some level they already have they already have have the Mila. So I guess that means a whole bunch of things. If in the future, let's say a person is totally secular in the way they act, in their ethnomenetish, nobody's secular. But in the way they live their life, they're totally secular. If one day in the future they will do tshuva, then on some level, th- their whole life is simply the process of doing tshuva. Right? It's like, but right now they look like they're in the steps of getting ready for the tshuva by going to a concert, you know, so or something like that. Oops, I'm pretty obviously. So, so that means, it, true or not, if I could step into the realm of Yud K Vav K, there's no time and space. Everything becomes available, right? Right. That means there's no there's no time frame. That means that means what I need, I do not have. It's hidden from me. That's case. Lamed Vav, typically, is what I need, I get fully, the full package right here delivered at my door a split second after I couldn't even see what I need. So where was that package hiding? Anybody, any ideas? I would say inside the concealment. The full thing of, of everything we need. Okay, wait. So let's just a sec. Okay, so we just want to we want we want to sum up. There's much to the sikh, but we want to sum up. We want to sort of take this as a life skill from the sikha. This idea that from the month of, of, of Kislev, we have this ability to see case Lamadvav. Just give me a minute to just explain what, whatever we said about case Lamadvav, but to make it a little more practical and a little fill in. So as we're saying, the old way is the Kesli Yom Chagenus. Something's hidden. I know what I need, and I, I, I don't know how to get it. I want to become a doctor. There's somebody in our show. He's studying to be a doctor. It's a lot of work, dude. A lot of work to become a doctor. I know I want to be a doctor. Slowly but surely, first you get your bachelor's, and then your master's, and then you get pre-med, and med, and that, and specialized, and internship. Slowly but surely. That's the older way. That's the traditional way. The month of Kislev is Kislev and love. I don't have what I need. I don't have my doc, I don't have my doctor's degree. Right? I don't have, I don't have my, I'm not an MD at this point. And I can somehow have what I need from not having it at all to having it completely having it completely so that is uh, that is unique to the month of Kislev 
that energy. Now, here's the question. Why is it unique to the month of Kislev? How come in the month of Kislev you have you don't have what you need, and you can have it in a split second somehow? Or you can imagine having it in a split second. The reality that we, that we, I'm saying, the reality in the world today that, you know, I'm all of a sudden, I'm the CEO of a company that just started yesterday. I become a Balchuva on, on Friday, and Sunday I'm, I already have a website up and I'm already teaching. And, and I'm running a webinar. Sunday afternoon, I'm already advertising my webinar and I'm, I'm doing a Facebook Live Sunday night. And I already have, I'm interviewing a couple of different people, a couple of the rabbis. It could absolutely happen. The minute I did Shuba on Friday, and there was, and, and I want to tell you something. I mean, I remember I had a roommate that she said she walked into the Chabad, she knew nothing. She walked in, this was many years ago, she walked into the Chabad house on Yom Kippur. Somehow she fell into the Chabad house. She doesn't know how. Somebody took her there or something. By, by, during Yom Kippur, she said, this is it. This is it. Yeah. And so, you know, after she said, okay, well, let's see, Yom Kippur's over. Maybe she never kept Yom Kippur in her whole life. So she didn't even do it, you know, step by step. Maybe she, I don't know what, I don't remember what she said her background is. She went back to her apartment and said, sorry, I'm leaving. Um, took all this stuff, moved in to wherever, the Chabados, where they found her apartment with other girls. You know, they live in South Africa now. Her husband's a big rabbi. They, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So went in, in one second. So... Other people would say, yeah, 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 come on, you can't trust it. But by the way, I want to tell you, you see the Rabbi's brachas, because 95% of Bali Truva are still fully from 45 and 50 years later. It defies all logic. Because every other trend in the world, you do something for a while, it's completely different from what you ever did in your life. And after a while, it wears off and you go back to your old self in everything. I'm into sports, I'm into macrobiotics, I'm into this, I'm into that. It defies logic that people, that 99% of people who became Bali Chuba in the 70s and the 80s. It was Yes. Yeah, are doing better than ever. And they're probably your son's teacher. It's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> Right? They're probably your son's teacher. And they're running half the Chabadas. You, you know. So, where does that come from? From the energy of Kes Lamed Vav. We're going to sum it up. From Kes Lamed Vav. That the energy of Kislev is a miraculous energy. It isn't the regular energy of down here in the world, the name Elohim, the, world, the laws of nature. It's the energy of, it's in a month when the entire energy is Hanukkah. The many energies. Hanukkah, Yud Kislev, Kislev, Yud Kislev, Kislev, we don't, the laws of nature do not determine the truth, but rather your essence is one with the essence, with Hashem's essence, with the essence of Tyra. He's infinite, it's infinite, you're infinite. Infinite doesn't just mean how long you live. Infinite means what you can achieve at any given moment. Anything you want. In, you, if you are infinite because you're one with Hashem, Hashem can do anything he wants. So you can do there is nothing that you cannot do and, and change from one extreme to the other through that energy of my essence is one with Hashem's essence. That is the whole energy of the month of Kislev. So that means that all 30 days of Kislev, the energy of you don't have it, but you can have it, but a second later, you have it 
the complete package of everything you need and you already stepped into it, everything we've been saying, that is the energy of Kisley. So we want to, I invite everybody to take on practicing that um, in the month of Kislev because we will then see miracles and money back guarantee you if you don't like it by the end of 30 days, you just, you know, you get the label and then you return to sender. Uh, we'll all meet in 30 days and, but you have to come with your label, um, download it and say, I don't like your, I don't like your system. We're sending it back. Return to sender. You can always go back to your gullus way to feeling like I don't have what I need and it's never going to work and all that other stuff. You can always go back to your gullus way because it's a 30-day money-back <laughs> guarantee. So let's try this in the month of, of, of Kislev and step into that miraculous behavior, not only because it would be nicer, but because... The entire world um, is coming to the point where they they will want only to know Hashem, and they're going to look at us and say, wait, aren't you the people that all these years you knew Hashem, and that's why we did not nice things to you? Because we didn't like you that you knew Hashem when we were busy partying all the time. So now we like that you know Hashem, so tell me what you know. So we are going to be the leaders. So um, better to be a Dugmachaya than not. It'll be more effective in, in, in transforming the world. <laughs> so he Russin, um, we should go from Gullus to Gula, step into, you know, Esamanefish tonight in a Lebedic way. Kindness, simply have to take everybody and they keep the runners up for all those who need to come back. Explode the world with light, the light of Mashiach, and it should be immediately now. Yeah.